Racial Equity in the City, Experiences of People of Colour in London, a series recorded as part of a research project exploring the relationship between the built environment and racial equity through the eyes of community members in Newham and in Thamesmead. These conversations bring to light some of the lived experiences of communities of colour in London with the aim to encourage dialogue and action towards anti-racist city-making. Episode 7, We Need Support. Do you think that, you know, race has got to do with living in poor areas, lack of space, lack of housing, lack of community centers and all that stuff? What do you think? Because you've been working in, a, in the community for a long time. I think this is where my smart group comes in. That's the first group that I create since I moved from Redbridge to a new home. Because such little groups need to be together, need to get a lot of members. Our aim is to create motivation to give confidence some of the members are afraid of this so in this group at the first session we have very easy speaking session where they speak about anything about their family about what they did at the weekend what she's going to do what is her plan and so forth we want them to speak up we don't want them to have this fear not to speak up. What will they say? What will so-and-so say if I talk about this? So we want to get rid of that fear. This is a free country. UK is a free country. We can speak anything. You can go to the uh, Hyde Park corner and tell and shout what how you feel. You get out your stress instead of keeping it in yourself. And also, for example, the uh, opportunities. Not to say, uh, yes, Newham has got glossy Newham magazine, uh, the libraries produce glossy uh, leaflets, but that's not enough. The communication between the government level and the people and the residents who receive this information is not enough. Smart Group is empowering our ladies to go out, look for this group and come back and we talk about it and we give all our help, we can create the feeling of equality and avoid racism. As Fazza was saying, I would like, you know what, to have like cultural parties where everybody invites everybody, you know, like you, you, you got your smart group and like you have different walks of life. I think you should have like celebration so everybody can learn and understand each other's cultures and not only us, but everywhere, it should be all over England because people from the white area should know our cultures and what we do and understand how we are and how what they might say affect us because I don't think they think that this is their, their country and we're just told all along and we're taking over, but it's not, it's not like that. But Taiba, surely, I mean, uh, you've got children and I raised my girl, you know, here in England. I mean, I learned a lot, you know, because my daughter went to school here about Ramadan, you know, everything, you know, what all the cultural things, you know, because through my, my daughter's school and everything, they should, I, I just think, you know, they should be our day-to-day, -day, you know, way of living, really, to know each other's cultures, each other's food, because the way we 
we are growing up in the markets, the supermarkets, everywhere where we go, we are, you know, looking at things that, you know, that identify us every day. You say that, but it's just minority of areas that do that. If you go outside an area, I worked in an agency where I went and um, for the first couple of days they thought I was white, it was fine. Then I asked for a day off and it was near Eid. And then they go, what's Eid? And then I had to explain to them and they're like, so you're not white. And I was just like, okay. I was like, no, I'm Muslim. And they're like, so the minute I said that, it's like alarms going off terrorist attack and everything and then they started like drifting away from me so what I did is the next day I went back to work and I took in food for them to get in. and some of them were like no we don't want to taste that and some of them actually tried it and they liked it and they're like we haven't had Indian food before and I was like oh okay and I go well you should try it too then and she goes no we don't like to go out of our comfort zone this is what she said to me and I was like okay I learned a lot and I did teach, try to teach them a lot about different culture, different colours. But it, for them, it's like they don't see black, Asian, Chinese. They see us as, oh, they're foreigners. I mean, how would you change that? Because the way we see things, the way we do things is different, whether it's colour, whether it's coming from a poor background and everything. I mean, from your experience, how would you, you know, change all that? And what kind of support and what kind of resources would you need? I would, I would need support from the government because I think they have a lot of impact. Yes, as Taiba said, the government should give the order all those policies should be implemented from the top level right to the For example, every organization, if you have 20 staff, you must have colored people, you must have disabled people. So if your group has got 20 people, there must be these two elements, black and disabled, or else your company should be closed. If they don't do it, they don't get the funding. Just like this building itself, they were all built for Afro-Caribbean. And then suddenly the policy said, you must integrate with other races. Now we have five whites, we have five Muslims, we have five Asians. Five so it's fair now. What's the whites? Pardon? Five whites? Where, it, where are the whites? The husband and wife, four out there, and then one white person, John. I calculate everyone in this flat. They're foreigners. They're not very, whites. That's very interesting. They're not whites. They're foreigners. Oh, yeah. Lucy hasn't so seen them. The central Can we just listen to uh, what is it to, to Lucy? Then we go to Anna. We'll Let, take let a me break. finish. That's why okay. the central government give the allocation to every borough according to their budget. If they budget, we have got 20,000 black people, we have 20,000 children, we have 20,000 elderly people. So they give the budget according to the census. So unless the government implement these policies, we are really struggling to reach equality. Sorry, I just wanted to address something, you know, when you spoke about the census, this is what really, you know, disturbs me because when they do the census, they ask you about the type of accommodation that you live in and the, you know, your ethnic, you know, background and everything. So if they have all this information gathered and everything, why can't they build better houses for people, better, you know, uh, spaces for people to live in and, you know, 
ethnic groups, where whichever background you're in, you know, so that people will integrate because what are they doing with all this information? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. That's why, Brenda, we are suffering. We know what we need. We should go out there and educate them. For example, all the nurses. Does all the nurses know about disability awareness? No. no they don't no. know how to treat they disabled people. Uh, all the housing agents know how to treat disabled residents? No. We have to go out and educate them. We are the teachers. That's where we have must have the energy to go out and start it. Thank you, Paisa. I yes, want to listen. correct Paisa. In this building, there is only one white person because is only one person that have English as their first and only language. Apart from that, all of us got two languages. So we are not white. So whoever wants to think they are white, it's only one person that is white in age, John. Because I come to the Eastern European, the, couple, the two couples are white. They're not. Their skin might be white, but they're not white. All right, ladies, we'll continue that conversation later on. Thanks to Brenda for hosting the conversation and to Shamim, Paisa, Naz, Rachel, Erna, Lucy and Tiber from the Smart Women's Group in Newham for generously sharing their stories and experiences. This project is funded by Arup, with participatory research by Arup in collaboration with DCOSM and Social Broadcasts. Racial Equity in the City, Experiences of People of Colour in London is published on arup.com with tools and resources to prompt dialogue and action. In the final episode, we'll hear more from the Smart Women's Group as they think about their dream city.